This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ninth pitch of the at-bat. It is low, but Aoki, did he go around? He went around. That was questionable. Robert Ford, Steve Sparks, on your radio, the Houston Astros Radio Network. Aoki had thought he had held up. He had taken off his shin guard, was set at the first, but that is the ball game, and the Mariners hand the Astros their first loss of 2017 as Seattle gets two in the top of the ninth to beat the Astros 4-2. to two. Welcome back, Robert Ford, joined by Astros manager A.J. Hinch. I mean, 161-1 and one is still in play, and if you get that after getting your first loss yesterday, I think you could still win the division, right? Yeah, I think... Uh... I think the, the, the undefeated season in baseball will never happen. So I, but it was nice that we won a series mm-hmm. where we didn't actually play our best. We, we, we played well enough to win a couple of close games and, and came up short yesterday. But, you know, you walk out of that series against a division foe 3-1, and, and, and we're going to see him again next week. Uh, regardless of not swinging the bats like we're going to, we had a pretty good series. You know, Marwin Gonzalez, there's always a question every year, and I know you've talked about it. How is he going to factor in? Where is he going to play? Where is he going to get at-bats? Well, you've done a good job of finding him at-bats over the last few years, and he's earned those at-bats, and we saw him hit another home run, two starts, two home runs. Yeah, he's a valuable player, and I and I think it's, you know, sometimes I have to force-feed him in there, and, and, and like yesterday, sit Bregman in order to do it. Uh, he's probably going to play outfield this weekend. He's going to find a way at first base again, girl, get a day off, and eventually sit, you know, Altuve or Correa, but... Um, he's a valuable player that I can do a lot of different things. He's going to get a lot of at-bats, and he keeps showing me that he can produce you know, near the bottom of the order and, and play multiple positions, play them well, and um, he's, he's an excellent, you know, excellent utility infielder. Now, Joe Musgrove, first five innings, just gave up the home run to Hanniger, and then it seemed like in the sixth inning, uh, just hit a bump in the road there, allowing the first three batters to reach. Yeah, he, you know, he, he didn't have great command. He had okay command for him, and, mm-hmm. and, and I think he got through the first few innings. He made a mistake. Uh, with too many down and in fastballs to Hanniger, gives up the home run, and then as the as the the outing got a little bit longer, I thought he got fatigued a little bit. Uh, pitches started to spray a little bit, and then and then you know he's very careful with Cruz at the end. Ends up walking him and setting up a bases loaded situation. I go out and get him. So I uh, still a good outing. I think he's uh, he can he can pitch around a lot of scenarios and and made some excellent pitches. Defended his position, uh, came up with some big outs and. Uh, and you look up and he you know, gave up the two runs and, and, and got into the six. So I think we'll take that every time from Joe. You mentioned Musgrove's command, and I think do you think a guy like that, maybe you measure command a little differently because he's so good at throwing strikes and, and, and walks so few people generally. Yeah, per- precise. he's very precise, and, and, and it's not because his stuff is lacking. It's just he has four pitches to pitch and yeah. to use, and, and, I, and I think his usage of his slider yesterday was good, maybe got a little excessive, but uh, you know, all in all, he's – he, he's got so many weapons. He can execute a game plan. Uh, even when he's not at his best, he ends up, you know, shutting them down for the most part other than a couple swings. Colin McHugh made a rehab start yesterday at AAA Fresno in their season opener and wound up only going an inning, wound up coming out after starting to warm up for, for his second inning of work. Uh, obviously not good news for McHugh. What's his status? Yeah, we're not sure. He's going to fly back to Houston and get some tests done and see our doctors and go through the protocol that we would expect. You know, he – 
Uh, he said he felt great during his first inning. He, he sat down in between innings. He goes out for a second inning to warm up and had some some tightness in his elbow and his in his bicep and did the right thing. Told the trainer, got him out of there. We'll get him get him looked at. You know, it's a it's a little alarming because we thought he was going to be able to stretch out to five or six innings and and have one or two rehab starts before joining us. But this is clearly a setback. I mean, the good on the positive side, there is some depth. I mean, coming into spring training, it looked like you had six starters, and people were wondering, all right, well, what are you going to do with that sixth guy? And, you know, McHugh wound up going down, and obviously has some guys at AAA who can help as well. So, I mean, you never like to see anybody go down, but at least there's a little bit of depth. Yeah, there's not enough, there's never enough pitching. I mean, right. it's, it's, you always want to have, you know, one too many rather than one too few. And, and uh, But with Peacock in the pen, with Davinsky in the pen, those guys can get extended. Michael Feliz, who pitched well last night, can throw a couple innings. Uh, we've got some guys like Brady Rogers and Francis Martez down in AAA, and and someone will pop up, and 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 we may not even be talking about them, and end up maybe a guy like Trent Thornton in AA, maybe uh, somebody that we haven't even discussed. So uh, we'll utilize it when we need it. Right now, we have five strong starters. We feel good about, and and they'll give us a chance to win. AJ Hinch, thanks for joining us. You got it. Visit Astros.com/radio to hear all your favorite players, up-to-date interviews, highlights, and more. Get connected with your Astros at astros.com slash radio. Welcome back to the pregame show, everybody. This is Steve Sparks, and uh, on the pregame show, Astro Launch is Josh Rennick, newly acquired uh, from the Dodgers. We, we've seen you mostly with the Oakland A's. How's the transition been for you? You like your teammates so far? Yeah, no, it's great. These guys are awesome. Um, young group of guys that really know how to handle themselves and welcome in the, uh, the new guys. You know, made me and McCann and Carlos is, you know, coming in here pretty easy. And um, when you're when you're one of the older guys, you kind of get it a little easier too, because they seem to kind of respect you a little more because you've been in it a little longer than they have. But you know, being in Texas is kind of more my home area, yeah, so to speak, because I am such a Southern guy. And um, but I, I seem to fit in a lot more here than I did in the state of California. Nothing against the state of California; it's just somewhere that you know. <laughs> I feel like I can talk to people a lot easier here, but. Um, it's, uh, it's been pretty easy, pretty simple, and we're having a blast. Seems like personality-wise, this team's always been kind of goofy that you fit right in. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, a, big, I'm a big grown-up goofball. You know, I've always been described as a big kid and playing baseball, for one, and at the major league level, why wouldn't you want to have fun? This is what you're supposed to do. You're on top of winning, you're supposed to have fun with it. And um, that's one way I've gone about it. These guys want to win, and they have fun doing it. And it, it seems like every time we hit a homer, it's like it's the College World Series, and we're out there you know, pumping up each other. So it's, it's something I've really never been a part of to have this kind of energy here. When you come into a, a team in a situation and you sign a big deal, do you put extra pressure on yourself or you just play your game? Is it just natural for you to just go play hard and that's it? I think it's, I think it's just the way I play the game. You know, regardless of, of what the money is and you know the situation, it's, it's always me going out there and busting my butt to make any play I can. And here it makes it a lot easier on myself to take the pressure off because we have such a good team and such a good lineup that the production for me doesn't have to be at an all-time high. And it's not a guy that, you know, pitchers look at in the lineup and go we got to get this guy out we can't let him beat us when they're looking at guys like yeah. Altuve, Correa, Carlos and there's you know there's six or seven guys they've got to look at on any given night and go well we can't let this guy beat us so you know it does add a little bit more protection and you know never know some pitchers might be a little lazy and, and leave some pitches for you in, in the six and seven hole so I like it it's a lot of protection here I've never had protection like this in, in, in my career so it, it is fun to be a part of. Talking with Josh Reddick and Josh, you were with those Oakland teams when the Astros came over to the American League, and you've seen the transition. When did you notice that this team was getting ready to turn the corner? Oh, I think I think 15 was was the year they kind of got their core together because Altuve, I believe, was coming into his his own, and, and Springer was doing his thing, and you know, 
what Keiko did was you know, self-explanatory. So um, you know, I, I just know that from the from the years of you know 12, 13, 14, we'd run to the bat rack when these guys came to town because we were so excited. We knew they were in that transitioning process, and um, you know, over the last two years of playing against them, it was always a pain in the butt to get them to come to the town because they had flipped that switch and they were a team to be reckoned with and you know as an Oakland team that was on the other flip side of that going in their rebuilding process and trying to uh, do what these guys just did so it uh it was scary to see these guys come in but now it's always it's uh, obviously fun for me to be on that transition with them on the positive side and get out of the negative side. <laughs> Last thing, Josh. One of the funniest things I've ever seen happened in 2013. You guys played a 19-inning game with Oakland against the Angels. It was 1.40 in the morning when it finally ended. Brandon Moss, who's on the Royals now, you guys will play him tonight, got the game winner. He was the, the, the hero. And instead of throwing the pie in his face, what would you do? <laughs> well, I told him, I told him, I told everybody, whoever ended the game when I did pie him, that I was going to hand it to him and let him do it theirself because it was such a long and exhausting day. But um, You were was, too tired to do it? I, it wasn't. I was too tired. I was hyped up. I had been, you know, doing all kinds of crazy stuff for 12 innings. I got pinch hit for in, I think, the seventh okay. inning to uh, tie it up. Chris Young tied it up for us, and we ended, we ended up moving on and moving on. So I was there the whole time trying to figure out new things. We were flipping chairs in the clubhouse. And, you know, I think when, when Moss actually hit it, I had a, my hat on backwards and sunglasses on at 1.30 in the morning. So we were trying all that kinds of different things, and I think once, uh, once it happened, the adrenaline picked back up. But it was just something that kind of happened the way it did because it was something that you don't see every day. So instead of me pieing him, I figured we'd let him do it and – Everybody got a good kick out of it. Including me. Uh, <laughs> Josh Reddick, thanks for joining us, and uh, welcome to Houston. No problem, man. Anytime. This has been a production of the Houston Astros Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.